Well, hi, Nick. Hello there. We're it's, back. It, uh, yeah, well, it's been... It has been... Several bits. <laughs> very, very long months. <laughs> very, very long. Oh, like, wow. for, actually, before we, before we dive straight into it, I just want to apologise to everybody. We say we're back, or I say we're back, well, every time we start. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but it's because we are. Well, we are. Uh, theoretically, yeah. we are back every single time you start a podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's just something. I'd, so yeah, it is something that I do, and I just wanted to call myself out on it. Really, hey, don't apologise. Yeah. No, 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 I wasn't. Good. I was just, I was just calling myself out. <laughs> Excellent stuff. <laughs> but yes, twenty twenty has been brought to us by the letters WTF. Really, isn't it? Yeah, it has. I mean, what? It's the? not good. It's been a, it's been a year. And we're quite, we're lucky that we're in South Australia because if we were elsewhere in this country, oh, we wouldn't be doing this. Man. Yeah, just just behave yourselves. Wash your hands, people. Just wash your hands. Yeah. But look, it's it has been a rather harrowing sort of few months, and everybody kind of went to ground as they kind of had to, yeah, really. And that. we're all readjusting and working out our place in what is now a very very different world. Yeah. But um, look, that doesn't mean that we can't share the joy of. Bloody good wine. Bloody good wine. And that's what we're here for, isn't it, Nick? We've got some bloody good we, wine we in these We do have right some now. bloody good wine. We're not going to talk about the wine yet. Are we not? No, no, no. Well, I wanted to talk about you, Nick. Oh. I wanted to say, how the hell are you? I haven't seen you for a while. That's true. Yeah. I'm yeah. Okay. Well, I'm okay. You're all right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's been... 2020 has been a bit of a sod. Yes, it's been a bit of a sod, On yeah. multiple levels. Yes, You've got the true. COVID bit and then... Then everything else, yeah. Other yeah. stuff, yeah. kind of for me, has been mm-hmm. a bit of a sod. Yeah. Um, I won't go into any details whatsoever. No, no, no. But hey, um, mm. but I'm, look, I'm here. Yeah. We've got wine in front of you us. You look well. Thank you. You've got a lovely colour in your face. Uh, it's is, true. Is that, you say I'm, I'm red or no, I'm, no, I'm rosy cheeks? That you actually look healthy, yeah. No, that's nice. That's true. I don't feel it. Don't but, you? Uh, you know, if I look at it, at least I can... You know, fool, okay. fool people into thinking that. Well, yeah, you're doing a very good job of Thank that. You. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying very hard at that. Excellent. And how are you? Because you, being a chef, yeah, I, COVID yeah. was tough for you. <laughs> well, it was interesting to say the <laughs> very least, Nick. It really was. Sitting there on, what was it, the 24th of March or something like that, and you're going, well, not only don't I have a job, but I don't have an industry anymore, and I don't yeah. really know what that's going to look like. And look, there was a whole heap of unknown, and there was a whole heap of stuff that got sorted out very, very quickly, a lot mm. of legislation on the run, as they call it. But um, look, at the end of it, we managed to get ourselves into a sustainable position in both of the businesses I'm involved in. Um, and we're back now reopening, obviously still under some level of restriction. Of course, yeah. But um, we're trading and we're welcoming guests back in the door and it's wonderful to have them and back. And I was there oh, last week God. and it, there were plenty of people there. And yeah. it's, you know. But how good is it to be back, back to, to work? To oh, my God. I imagine I, when I, I was working from home for a really long time. Oh, I, I yeah, mean, you I, were. I'm, I have an office job, so I was in a slightly different position yeah, to you. Yeah, And I couldn't, I wasn't stopping working. I was no. working from home, stuck inside for. No, well, I was twiddling my thumbs for a while, and then yeah. I started a cooking school online that kind of went all right, I which has actually now become one of our sponsors. Really? Yeah. The Are you yes going to give me Network. some money? No, well, the Yes Chef Network actually is now one of the sponsors of this show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I repeat my question. Are you going to give, give me some money? Then? Oh, God, no. <laughs> No, there's no money. No money's ever changed hands for this show, Nick. That's Part true. of the beautiful that thing is, that we, we've done here is create a true. circular economy where everybody wins. Everybody wins. Everybody wins, especially the listener. Well, well. pushing it slowly. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit subjective. We're the ones you know? that win because we get to drink wine we get and, to drink wine and, 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 and talk have to a people podcast that know recorded. a lot of stuff. Yeah, Speaking of which, welcome back, Tim, as well, in the booth. 
giving it giving us a lovely giving thumbs, a up, thumbs up and a smile well, yeah we've actually changed studios well as well haven't wow. we we're, we're in the grown-ups studio we are we're in the grown-ups chairs it's great <laughs> it's like it's like tim trusts us a little bit more now and don't, so he's let us put us in a big room we just, no we're still we're not allowed, not to, touch allowed anything, to touch anything but we never were allowed to touch anything no we anything, weren't so that's okay we, are, we can't no. can't touch anything no well look and it is really nice to be in here because we've actually got tim in the same room yeah. now where he used to be isolated in a separate booth mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like he's a bit more judgy now. Yeah, because he's actually yeah. turning around looking at us. Whereas before, he was we, through the, through through the, the thing, screen. He could turn the lights really out. We him. could ignore him. We could ignore him. We but could just now get on with it. But now here. he's sitting there and he's literally turning around and right now laughing. He's kind of like my pointing cat and... when I'm sitting on the toilet. He's just <laughs> judging me. He's absolutely <laughs> judging me. <laughs> and I'm not okay with it. So, Tim... <laughs> Back, back to your dials. <laughs> yes, back, turn around. Turn around and get back to your Stop dials, man. Yes, they're causing a disturbance. Goodness me. Now, do you think we should talk about some wine? Oh, okay. Well, Come on, then. <laughs> well, look, it's good it wine. It is kind of why we're here. It's why we're here, yeah. and it's good wine. And, uh, it is. So hmm. tonight, we thought we'd kind of kind of lead in with a bang. You know, it's a hell of an opener. Mm-hmm. Um, Chateau Yuldara. Yes. GSM. Grenache, Shiraz, Mataro. Yes, it or is, Morvedra if you're or French. Or Morvedra if you're French. Um, it is from their reserve collection. It is. Um, and it is the 2016 we're 2016, trying? yeah, from yeah. the Barossa Valley. Which is spectacular. Now, I was actually up at the winery yesterday. Mm. I got to do a linear tasting of everything. Everything? I had $600 port. It was wow. spectacular. $600 port? Uh, like 40-year-old port. Jesus. It was spectacular. Nick. Like they, are making, they are doing some amazing stuff at Chateau Yodara. Why do I never get invited to these things? Well, I'm in the wrong business, well, frankly, aren't I? You don't get Mondays off for a start. <sighs> no, that's yeah. true. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, oh, well. So, yeah. You're welcome. I took one for the team oh, and no, did, no. did some research. No, sorry, I should have said thank you, Nick. Yes. Thank you for drinking that's, $600 port. It, you're welcome. <laughs> On my behalf. <laughs> On your behalf. I did it for everybody, not yes, just for me. It's yes. very nice of you. <laughs> But no, back to the GSM. This is actually out of their reserve collection. There's three in their reserve. There's the Cab Sav, the Shiraz, and the GSM. And out of the three that I tasted yesterday, as you know and our listeners know, Cabernet is not necessarily my favourite varietal. it's not. Um, They do make a cracking Cabernet, but again, not in my pocket. Uh, This was my pick out of the three. Okay. 100%. And I know full well that it is absolutely Tim's party. He yes. loves it. As you said earlier on, he has a party in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And apparently we're not invited. I don't want to be invited to that party. <laughs> Thanks very I. much. Neither do I. You just keep, okay. keep your mouth to yourself. Quite all right. No, this is lovely wine. It, it is. It's really, it is. really nice. So, and I, I had some yesterday and uh, for some reason, it, it. I mean, I liked it very much, but it tastes slightly different today. I think I was a little bit coldy yesterday and maybe it wasn't my senses weren't quite up to okay. up to snuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, today it, it's really, it's... Yeah, I opened um, – actually, yeah, I opened a bottle of this last night as well. Um, or, no, sorry, I tell a lie. I opened it sat- Sunday night in oh, yeah. preparation of going to the winery. I wanted to have a taste of what they'd given us and yes. so on and get a bit of an idea. And I had probably two glasses with dinner and then put the lid back on it and went, I'll, I'll get back to that because I had several wines to taste over the weekend yep. for the shows that we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of glad that I've got a little bit to go back to. I've got two-thirds of a bottle. Isn't that great? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And because yep, yep. the other thing that we've both noticed about this one as well is that with a little bit of time in the air, yep. it really 
opens up to something completely different, yeah, which um, I found it very tight very linear coming out of the bottle straight away. Yeah, I didn't but, actually drink uh, it straight out of the bottle. I, I, not straight out of the straight bottle. Out of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I normally do with wine. Uh, no, but, no I, I poured it and then I just left it for half an hour. I didn't yeah, even okay. touch it because so, yeah. I knew that it was going to yeah. taste better after doing that. So yeah, I just, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what it tastes like now that it, I, I capped it and yeah. like it's been sitting there for a day yeah. and what it's going to be like when, um, when I get home tonight. Yeah, so. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So this wine is slightly confusing for me. Why is that? Well, only because on the nose, it's very delicate. For mm -hmm. me, anyway. A little You're absolutely sniff. right. There is a, um, there's a delicacy to it. It, do it doesn't have a huge bouquet it to it, does it? No, it's... I mean, there's some blackberry there, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, I'm getting white pepper. Yep, yeah, yeah. Definitely, there's a different mm -hmm. pepperiness to it. Yeah, I, I get cinnamon and clove. Yeah, but, but we were saying this we were before. Saying, yeah, yeah. You always get the spices is what, you know, you always smell the spices and taste and, the spices. And you always smell the fruit. And I usually smell and taste the fruit. Yeah. But that's kind of strange in this one. That I'm not are getting... You, are you a sweet tooth? Yeah. You are. You see, I'm not. Okay. I'm a savoury tooth. All right, then. All the way. Well, that explains that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, so, we, but the thing is, if we put... Your palate and my palate together, together, we've actually probably actually got probably what... Is actually well, there. Actually there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, I'm getting, strangely enough, on the nose, strangely, I'm getting a little bit of leather. Now, don't yeah. get excited. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'm getting a bit of leather, kind of old... old. Old saddle leather? Old saddle. Yeah, or old knife leather. roll. Not in a bad way. No, 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 but I know, um, like, like walking into a leather store in Handorf and, like, it just smells like leather. But not like, but, not, but not, not, not like, not quite like that, because yeah. I mean, that would be quite unusual for a wine, but there is definitely a bit of that, that sort of, uh, it's, it's actually, believe it or not, that's, mm. that's tannin. Yeah. Because it's the tanning of the leather is the same smell. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Full of facts on this show. Yeah. Um, but he's quite, he's quite bold. I wine, used to I live near a tannery. Oh, in, did you? In Altona North, and I swear they were going to change the name of Altona North to what's that bloody smell? Um, <laughs> Because, oh, my yeah, God, when, when we had the Vegemite factory and the tannery going off at once, you wouldn't want to hang out your washing. It was horrible. Oh, God. Oh, God, I got out of there quickly. That's not yeah. good. It wasn't nice. I no. Yeah, I remember going – so I used to uh, work in a furniture shop in the summer holidays when I was younger, like mm -hmm. 15 – well, sorry, I should say 16. My 15, 16, yeah. delivering furniture and stuff. And we mm -hmm. were, I was living furniture in Greenwich this one time. And they had this big rendering plant there. Yeah. This was back in the eight, probably be in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh my God, the stench. <laughs> oh my God, the stench. I don't stench. know how people can live with it. I don't no. know how they do it. I do I not. Mind it's you, awful. Stinking Bishop, the one, the, oh. my, one of my favorite cheeses in the world. It's my favorite kind of bishop. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> wow. Um, I couldn't dare work at that cheese factory because I love the taste of it, but that smell just so much, like an uber it's amount pungent. of that smell would just be too much. But yeah, I once uh, I, I once went, I bought some uh, stinking bishop from uh, Borough Market mm -hmm. and came home mm -hmm. and it was still in my bag and uh, it was winter so mm -hmm. all the in the UK the radiators were on yeah. and all yeah. the central heating mm -hmm. was on and mm -hmm. went to bed and woke up at three in the morning going what's that smell? Hang on, <laughs> oh, what have I forgotten? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Nurse! Yeah, the, exactly. It was all kind of gooey and melted in my bag. So oh, that, was good fun. that would have been horrible. That was, that was good to clean. I would have just well. I would have just thrown the whole lot in the bin. Bag oh, and I didn't do that. No, I just. Kind of Did you scrape it out? Nick? No, because it was still in a wrapper. So, <laughs> oh, so I just put it in the fridge. Bless. And, anyway, oh, but, bless. So it's not it's not in the mouth. It's not overly. I don't think it's that juicy, really. Look, um, it's 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 an interesting structured wine because I it it ticks mm. all of the GSM boxes without mm. being a one hundred and one GSM. Yeah, 
you know? Um, and I don't really know... I might go back on that one, actually. Yeah? Because that's what I kind of thought yesterday. But today I'm thinking maybe blueberries. Um, we're getting kind of a fig flavours up. It's quite earthy as well. It is, Probably absolutely. from the Mataro. So. Yeah, absolutely from the Mataro. And the... the I, I'll let Gabe tell us the story of yes. the of the grapes hit and all of this sort of thing because so he told he told me a little bit about it today. So that's Gabe Morgan, the, uh, the winemaker, the winemaker that's who's, who's going to be coming and joining chat us. To us later. Um, but uh, my biggest thing with this one is, what the hell would you pair with it? When like, what would you what would you eat? You know what? I've got some slightly different ideas. Go on. Well, they're different to each other. They're not yeah, like yeah. completely off the wall. Um, I think a really good charcuterie board. Would absolutely be wonderful with this with this wine. Are you? I mean, I'm assuming right. you think you yeah. think the same kind of thing. Confit duck, pa- bit oh, of pate, some some hamon serrano, and a little bit of like white Hungarian salami. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe some fennel suppressor. <laughs> Yummy. Come on. Let's do yeah. that. A little, bit, a little bit of blue cheese. You think? Just, just. Well, you know what, maybe. I, do you not, know not, one of the things I think would go beautifully with this, and it's something that you either know or you know, is a Lombardi pepper, which is the big, long know. Italian pickled green pepper. Okay, all right. They look like a big, long chilli. Yeah. Um, and they pickle them, and they're, they're absolutely beautiful. I, I put them on my charcuterie. Is there heat in there? Or? No, no. They're, um, they're, they're a very mild pepper. But they've got this beautiful sort of sweetness to them, and when they pickle, they go sweet and sour, and they have that sort of mustard heat to them. Nice. And oh, with this and a bit of salami and a bit of pate on some lavash bread, yeah, you've got me. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I'm what was it? Gonna, what? No, I'm not even going to say what the other ones are. No, go. Was, I was going to say what's the other one. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, gonna you're gonna, you're, you with are these you going to Costanza it and leave on the win? <laughs> <laughs> you are. Aren't I might you? do, as you know. I think maybe a, a Thai red curry with duck might work. Yeah. Quite nicely. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, would you do that like the Penang style with the light cheese and that sort of stuff? Or would you do more of like the Chu Chi style with the peppercorn and lime leaves? and Probably the latter. The I latter, yeah. Because I, I was thinking um, also like a tomato-based Indian curry, like a Jalfrezi or something like that. Yeah, even a korma. Even a korma. A korma, just a good old-fashioned korma yeah. would be beautiful with this. I just think because there's enough um, kind of spicy kind of earthy notes to the wine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would work with kind of sp- mm-hmm. sp- spicy earthy food. Yep, yep. Do you know what else this would work with? Go on then. Beef Wellington. Because it's got the pate and the speck and the mushroom and all of those things. You're actually bang on. Yeah. yeah You're bang on because it's not just the kind of beef which... It's just not the steak. Because just a steak with this, no. Well, you don't know. I I mean, a steak goes with anything. It's a steak. I think you're right with the mushrooms and then the speck as well. Yeah, actually, no, I'll I'll withdraw that because steak and gwurz tremina, I can just see it not working. Okay. Yeah, so I would draw the anything goes with steak, but steak goes with a lot of things. It does go with a lot of um, a lot of things. Red but, wine but no, a Wellington, I think, because of the complexity of the flavours that are going on in that, yeah. um, I think you would it wouldn't become jumbled because even though this is a this is a blend, mm. it's not a busy wine. You know no, what I mean? It's 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 not. it's it's got a beautiful mouthfeel to it. It's all over your mouth, but it doesn't kind of it doesn't structure. yeah. It doesn't fall apart and it doesn't kind of confound or confuse your palate no not at all no and it, i mean it's clearly very um i mean you can drink you could drink it with so many different types of food we've just been through so many different absolutely types of cuisine there. well i mean we've just gone through two courses i mean i, I would even serve a pear to tan with it so there's three courses mm. 
You know, a little bit of cinnamon and clove in your caramel with the pear and the puff pastry. Nice. I actually, do you know, I think it's actually the baked puff pastry that I think is the thing that I, that, that crunch and that butteriness that I think would work really, really well with this. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, just that toasted sort of flaky, just, buttery on your, yeah. I'm just staring off into the distance, kind of just imagining, imagining it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That actually really I mean, work. you could literally do a whole three-course meal then. With just this one wine, you could. You actually could. It's 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 versatile enough that it would go across all three. Brilliant. I'll be fascinated to hear what Gabe has to say about it. Yeah, me see. too. Yeah, can't wait to chat. Well, we should get him in shortly, shouldn't we? Let's do that. Okay, fantastic. Cool. Do you know what I love about the way that Tim edits these things is that we always get. Brendan's death metal tambourine at the end <laughs> every time. That You're not going to let this go, are you? No, well, I remember back in the day when he was saying to us, do you want us to do it with or without the tambourine? Yeah, And it was almost like a split the room, room, room moment. We were both, yeah. we don't care. No, I actually thought, I thought without. You wanted it without. Yeah, sorry, so is you, this a revelation? <laughs> were you, were you going to like chop him out of the entire thing? I didn't know it was him. Because I think that was his only contribution no, to the entire thing. Oh, I don't know it's him. I mean, that would have made made me definitely say, (laughs) chop it out. I don't want it. Oh, fantastic. If I knew it was him. Uh, Now, look, um, Gabe, a little bit of background. We've got a couple of very, very close friends of ours that actually did the um, jingle jingle for um, Who Nicked My Wine. And Brendan is actually a very, very accomplished and quite famous death metal guitarist um, <laughs> and in that genre and in that circle is very, very well respected and well regarded and so on and so mm. forth. Mm. And so we just love ripping him to shreds about the fact that <laughs> was the only idea. thing I he did on this, this was the tambourine. <laughs> so it's definitely the death metal tambourine. Well, I wouldn't argue with him. Like, he's quite... He's oh, he's built he's like a built. I built like a was, tank. This was all about you. you I mean, oh you yeah, came up with this. no, I'm out on a limb I'm, here. I'm kind of That's fine. Back nervously. That's all right. No, I've got hot sauce that can, I can make he- pepper spray out of and all that. So it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. He, I can I can weaponize all sorts of things. <laughs> he's, he's got nothing. But anyway, look, we are here with Gabe Morgan from uh, Chateau Yoldara. Gabe, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your GSM with us, the 2016 from the Reserve Collection. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, Nick and I and Tim all wholeheartedly agree that this is a party in your mouth. Mm. <laughs> it I, really is. I think you guys are drinking it at that perfect time as well, because being in 2016, it's had a little bit of time to sort of develop. And, yeah, yeah. And it's just now teetering on that sort of uh, getting those tertiary developed characters, uh, but it's still quite young and, yeah. and youthful and it still has that... You know that beautiful red and blue fruits. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you find that with blends that it, they have to lay down for a little while so that they don't seem so pulled apart, but all of the different styles come together? I, in I a think way, it really depends on the blend. On the blend, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, an example is like Shiraz Viognier, mm-hmm. um, particularly if that's co-fermented, they're pretty much good to go mm-hmm. as soon as it's. Uh, Looking yeah. good in the bottle. Yeah, but um, these were separately fermented and then blended rather yes, than co-fermented. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and this was a wine that's it's our reserve range, so it's really intended to be cellared for a few years. Yeah, so it's okay. not something that you would drink necessarily in the first it, year of release. It's not a table wine or a quaffer, really, is no, it? No, it, it deserves a, a little wine. bit more respect than that. I <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah. it really does. Yeah, yeah, it's incredibly tasty. Yeah. But now, can you tell me a little bit more about um, the, the the Grenache, the Shiraz, the, where where they came from? In the, so, it's a Barossa Valley, but yes. whereabouts in the Barossa so and so on? We, we primarily region. sort of get a lot of our fruit from the southern end of the Barossa. Yep. 
Um, more specifically, the Grenache components came from like uh, our vineyards near Roland Flat. Okay. And yep. Roland Flat being sort of like a cooler area mm-hmm. in the Barossa kind of contributes to a lot more of those spice characters that you get with Grenache. Yep. yep. Um, and this wine, you really get that, that uh, you know, nice spice. You get a little bit of aniseed from mm-hmm. uh, the Mataro. Uh, it's... It's just the perfect sort of medley of all those fruits yeah, together. It, it, it's funny because Nick and I have worked out that we both have completely different palates in mm. that he has a sweet tooth and I have a savoury tooth. Yeah. And whenever we're um, testing the bouquet on wine, I pick up the spices and he picks mm. up the berries. Mm. Um, and it's actually down to our proclivity towards where our actual flavour profiles exactly sit. But, but, um, if you, but if you put both of our kind of noses together... You've actually got... Literally, you've actually got... Perhaps exactly what, what what is there? Mm. Yeah, well, I mean that's similar to how a lot of winemakers work. It's very often that uh, when a winemaker is, is doing blends, he's not doing it alone because mm. uh, certain winemakers, you know, favour di- different um, styles and and see different things in the wine. And there's like a a, a good saying that uh, I got from uni, which is if you put five ma- winemakers in a room, you will leave with ten different opinions because uh, <laughs> quite often they will contra- contradict each other. And, uh, <laughs> Is that a good thing? Is that a good thing for, for making a wine, actually having, you know, maybe two people is fine, but is three a crowd? Oh, generally, it's not three. It's, it's, typically, it's uh, Chris Coulter, the chief winemaker, and myself that mm-hmm. uh, go through the blends. And uh, we will keep trying different things until we both agree on what we think looks good. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he sees different things than what I see. Um, and really, blends like GSM, that's where um, the fun of winemaking comes yeah, into it absolutely so with gsm what, what kind of characteristics do each would you say does each grape bring to the wine so i mean grenache is obviously the star of gsm um grenaches can be depending on where they're grown they can be you know really spice driven or they can be that real sort of like um big sweet sweet um yeah. you know like a fruit driven style um in the southern barossa we tend to get uh, a lot more spice, a lot more red fruits. You can get like a bit of strawberry. Um, and that's kind of complemented with the Shiraz that brings in a little bit more bluer fruits like uh, blueberry yeah. and a um, bit of mulberry. And just kind of having those components together, um, having that Mataro is just like that that seasoning on, on the blend because that kind of introduces a lot more sort of tannin. You get more spice from the... Um, uh, Mataro as well mm-hmm. and you know with the body that Shiraz brings to it the the spice and that, that lovely uh, f- perfume fruit you get from the Grenache and, and the structure you get from Mataro those three varieties just really work together yeah. it's funny I always bring things back to food but I would say a GSM is the perfect bowl of pasta where the Grenache is the <laughs> pasta the Shiraz is the sauce and the Mavedra is the Parmesan cheese yeah. over the top. Yeah, that's good yeah. analogy. That's a really nice yeah. way you're thinking about it. Mm. Yeah. You come up with this stuff just off the cuff. I do. Yeah. You can tell who the chef in the room. Well, I, I'm looking at the one with all the notes. And just, <laughs> the notes he just comes up with this stuff. It's amazing. Anyway. Now, Gabe, tell us a little bit more about yourself. You're, you've been with um, with Shadow Yodara for a few years now. But I, what's, what's your backstory? How, how did you come to winemaking? So I... Originally was in IT and I kind of fell into IT, like never really had a passion for it. Mm -hmm. Um, My mum, though, being French, she was, uh, you know, 
typical sort of cliche French woman where she'd, you know, have a glass of wine with dinner and then she'd give me a glass of wine when I was like 15 mm-hmm. and, you know, told me to drink it. It's like, it's good for you. That's quite late for the French, isn't it? Yeah, I think, well, she's, like, she um, uh, assimilated into the Australian customs yeah. pretty mm-hmm. quickly, I think. Um, and, you know, wine has always been uh, around me in, in my life. Like my grandpa was, he loved his um, Bordeaux and I remember like, rummaging through his cellar when I was a kid in France and just being amazed at, like, the age of these bottles. Um, but it wasn't until I was older. Uh, my girlfriend at the time was working in the cellar door whilst I was in IT and, and they needed someone to work on the weekend, so I kind of stepped in and and I actually really loved it. And I, uh, yeah, I was just starting, I was working cellar door, sort of getting an appreciation of what wine really is, then, you know, I had a, uh, I don't remember the vintage, but it was the Ashton Hills Reserve Pinot and I was drinking that. And that, that was the moment where I was drinking that wine. I was like, this is incredible. Like I've never really tasted something as good as this Pinot before. And, <laughs> and look, that, to be fair, the Ashton Hills Reserve Pinot is pretty bloody good. It's, I honestly so reckon it's the best Pinot If you're going Pinot to have a life-altering moment, mm. it's the sort of wine yeah. that begets that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, then I started working in numerous cellar doors, uh, ran into some people that were doing the degree and just basically convinced me to do it and telling me that you'd be perfect for the degree. And so I left IT and uh, did the degree and haven't looked back because I honestly love it. And I'm I'm so glad I've ended up where I've ended up. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I love the industry. I love the people around it. And, you know, I love wine, so... Well, it's what's not to love, really. I think that's <laughs> the, the necessity of the, yeah. the job is you need to like wine. So. That's it. What kind of... <laughs> it'd be a problem if we didn't. I yeah. was, I, these stories about people changing careers is it, always really inspiring. It really mm. is. I, I love the fact that people do it. It doesn't matter how old they are. They just think, you know mm. what? Mm. I've had enough. Yeah. I'm going to do this thing that I really love yeah. for yeah. a job. I'm going to get paid to do this stuff. Yeah. I, I, find, that, I find that really inspiring. Um so South, in South Australia, GSM is really popular. It's a, it's, mm. a, it's, it's a really popular blend. Absolutely. Um, usually because they're really good. Yeah. Quality wine uh, f- from here, especially from the Barossa. Um, so I know that um, Chateau uh, Yodara, they actually release Grenache on its own. Yes. But most Grenache and Mataro uh, or Mourvedre produced in South Australia ends up in GSM. Yeah, I think it's, it's a bit of a stigma of Grenache. Like Grenache in the Barossa was never really taken too seriously like it was originally planted like in the 20s it was used for port yeah um and and like Grenache is really good at that because it can really ripen up and you can develop a lot of sugar and and you know ferment to large big alcohol wines that don't really have much substance and structure and fruit um so it wasn't really until like the 70s where table wines really started becoming a thing and um it was uh, Charles Melton in the 80s that really sort of decided to do, um, you know, Australian Chateau Neuf de Pop and do a GSM. And, and it's just kind of mm. taken up from there. And everyone in the Barossa who, uh, um, you know, grows Grenache will generally put it in the GSM. Yeah. Um, but we do have a few single variety Grenaches and they're, they're fantastic in their own right. We're lucky enough to have some old vines and I think that's where Grenache as a single varietal really sort of stands out. It has that complexity and that depth as well as the spice and, and that lovely fruit to um, really stand alone as a single variety. Mm. Uh, but 
Yeah, it's, it is a bit of a shame that Grenache is... Um, no, it's not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying mm. most of it does tend to go into GSM. Yeah. Which, you know, if they end up like this one... Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we want. But yeah, you do see... I did see that you guys actually do... Do single variety Grenache as well? Yeah, I, as I said, we're lucky to have those old vines, so they yeah. kind of stand alone. As I, I actually varieties. got a taste of the new vintage Grenache um, yesterday. That's not you know in the bottle yet, and it was a barrel. It was really, really, really good. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited about really, that one. Really, really, really so good. 2020. You're starting to hate me a lot more now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you with going, daggers, going, mate. You, you suck! <laughs> How dare you? Have every at least, barrel tastings at least and, once during and every not write recording. notes and yeah. It was like, <laughs> I did this thing that you didn't do, and it was amazing. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. can I punch you hard? <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> no, I'm just. It's just je- pure jealousy. Absolutely. I don't. I don't. You, I'm very happy for you. Yeah. That you yep. get to do all these wonderful, I, I, amazing I was things. Very, I was. Believe me, I was very pleased with myself. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great. Yeah, I'm actually. very jealous that you got to go to Chateau. It like, was. It, it was fantastic. Now, can tell us a little bit about the history of Chateau Yoldara because I know that a lot of people will have heard of it, but not necessarily drunk it because it doesn't have a huge local presence. It's a like anybody that's lived expat in London. Mm. Will have seen Chateau Yildara I knew the name. in Tesco's, mm, right next to the Jacobs Creek and the Penfold, Penfold's bin twenty eight, mm. and it was the best one out of the three. And we're that not you comparing this with Jacobs Creek, are we? Are oh we no, really? no, no, yeah. that's no, we wouldn't dare do that. Um, but it was Yildara was a brand that generally yeah. was exported, but yes, wasn't yeah. a, didn't actually have a large local presence, and that that's changing now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we, we're looking at sort of uh, rejuvenating the brand, so to speak, yeah. and. and we're still got to release that more traditional GSM mm-hmm. reserve range, mm-hmm. but we're also looking at introducing young, fun, vibrant wines mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this, the, the current climate can really get aboard yeah. um, on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, GS, uh, sorry, um, Shadow Yadara really had um, a bit of a fizzle moment there for a while where mm-hmm. it kind of was a nothing brand. Like there wasn't much energy and time yeah. sort of put into it. Yeah. And now it's uh, starting to see a bit of light, which is... Which is I was going to say, it seems that there's, there has been a reinvigoration in probably the last 12 to 18 months, maybe mm. in the last two vintages, mm. that it, they've been very much attacking the local market. I've noticed, noticed it particularly in hospitality that there are a lot more people coming through saying, I've got Chateau Yodara for you to try and we really want it on your list and so on. And what they're giving us to try is spectacular. Good. Yeah. So, um, but uh, having had a little sneak peek yesterday of what's to come, I'm actually very, very excited mm. about what's happening at Shadow Yoldara. The, there's a couple of things that I know already are going onto our list. Mm. Um, yeah. Just pure, and there's a couple of ones as well that are in the in the pipeline that I won't talk about too much here. But yeah. I would love to have Gabe back mm. at a later stage, especially when we're featuring whites, because there are some very, very exciting yeah. whites. Yeah, I'm I'm generally excited about our new wines that we're yeah. about to put into bottle. Yeah, um, they're looking excellent, and I'm, I'm nothing made me happier than watching you guys really enjoy it. Mm. Uh, that that, yeah. that field blend seriously yeah, is a, is an absolute game changer. It's a star. Yeah, Ooh. it really is. Right, yeah. let's have it on. We want you back already. <laughs> yes. right. We haven't even finished this interview yet. <laughs> yeah, but no, when when good. when the field blend is ready, by all means, please if you oh, if you, if you can come to. back because we we were we were discussing this actually. Um, we 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 have a little group chat between the three of us, and Tim normally like now sits in the background and then every once in a while just drops a truth bomb into the middle. <laughs> um, but uh, it, was, it, was, it was quite funny the other night, uh, yesterday, t- 
Nick was saying to me, look, we need to feature more white wines because, yes, we love, we both love red wine. And as a result, I think we've only featured one white and an orange wine yes. since we started but this entire campaign. I mean, the wineries have the choice, and that's the whole, that's the idea. This is and true. A lot of the wines that they choose, they choose is their signature. Mm. Um, and that's fine. We've got some amazing I've, wine. The other thing I've noticed, and Gabe, I'd love you to weigh in on this, and I'll, I'll probably quiz our other winemakers tonight on this as well, is premium white. Mm is not something that you see succeeding in, I know, in the local market very well, is it that people don't think that white wine is capable of the same quality or the same significance as red wine? Or I think that is kind of true. I mean, if you look at uh, Yatana up mm-hmm. against the Grange, Yatana is essentially the, the white Grange. Mm-hmm. I personally love uh, yep. Chardonnay. I love my Gunyan varietals. Mm-hmm. But... As a price point, if you compare the price differences between the two, yeah, um, Grange obviously being you know Cab Shiraz blend, it mm-hmm. just dominates over that shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I absolutely love the Yatana. I think it's, it's mm-hmm. amazing wine. Yeah, and and white wines in general. Yeah, and, and that's the thing for me. White wine is very much something that I, I don't necessarily dwell on in winter so much, but in summer I actually really, really enjoy mm. drinking yeah, lighter styles and, and and colder wines and so on and so forth. But it's something that we've noticed in building wine lists as well is that there doesn't seem to be a huge amount of traction on set, trying to even stock premium whites mm. because they just don't sell. Yes, yeah. It's, it, the collectors love them mm. and the enthusiasts love them, but they're very niche markets. It really is because I, – I feel like people with whites, they kind of look for the real obvious um, – you know, features of a wine. They want something that's fruity, crisp, mm-hmm. easy drinking. Yeah. Whereas reds, they kind of lend themselves to having a lot more of those complexities there. Yeah. Um, you get a lot more, you get a different wine if you put it down in the cellar and for a few years, which you mm-hmm. do with the white. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a little bit more evident and like obvious with reds. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's probably why. I, I well, look, we will have to get you back for the field blend because I'm really, really excited by that. Yeah, as um, but as, as far as the GSM goes, um, this is available pretty much anywhere now as far as if people want to access this? Where, yeah, so, I mean, the, the best place is obviously our cellar door. So yep. um, if you haven't been to Chateau Yaldara, uh, we're in Lindock off Hermantum mm. Drive. And if you big, haven't been, chateau, I, I really do suggest you do. It's it's a, it's a, it looks It's amazing. a magnificent building. It's very, very mm. imposing, but it, it really does live up to the grandeur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then obviously we're in a few... Uh, uh, restaurants like mm-hmm. Treasury, um, yep. 1860, mm-hmm. uh, a few others, and, and we're just starting to get some traction in some bottle shops. So we'll, we'll be around. Um, Excellent. Well, spe- I mean, speaking of the restaurant, I guess, um, mm-hmm. we always, in our intros, talk about what we would eat with these wines. Um, and we generally come up with quite a few different kind of suggestions. We, we actually built a three-course menu on we this did. one. <laughs> yeah, we went. There was an entree, a main, and yeah. a dessert that we all thought could actually work with this. I think but yesterday we were... you kind of nailed it with that. Uh, um, was it the Philip Mignon? The Philip Mignon, and it was actually the the, the beef Wellington. The beef Wellington. No, beef Wellington. That's right. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just remember you telling me that dish in my mouth mm-hmm. instantly watering. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's that's yeah. and and everything you said about it just kind of. Perfectly worked with. Mm. That's yeah. what I thought. Beef. Do you have anything? I mean, the beef Wellington. As soon as you said it, I thought everything about beef Wellington works with this wine. <laughs> but um, do you have any other? You know, what, what do you think might go with it? This. I think this is definitely because it, it, the, where it is in its age, it kind of lends itself to a little bit more of those 
gamey meats. It's yeah. a little bit more. Like your duck um, and your venison and these yeah, sorts of things. Yeah. Kangaroo. Kangaroo, and, yeah. venison, absolutely. Yeah, actually, kangaroo. I've t- talked about the old kangaroo dish we've had on the Treasury for a while. Braised lentils, spiced orange, and mm. mulled wine jus and stuff like that. Exactly. This, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm right there. I can taste all of the things that work well with that in that glass. Awesome stuff. Mm. Well, look, Gabe, look, thank you so much for your time. We are going to get you back for the uh, for the Phil Blend. I'll be but here with we Belson. do have, to wind up our interviews these days, we have a mad minute. Okay. Yep. It's <laughs> it's, it's kind of like who wants to be a millionaire, but yeah. there's no money involved oh, okay. and nobody wins anything. Um, but what we do know, you're really selling it. I know, right? <laughs> we have this thing. Yeah, it's, a bit rubbish. it's rubbish. Yes, <laughs> but what it, what it does do is it gives us a really nice insight into you as the winemaker mm-hmm. over, and what we look for is basically the one word answer that comes quick straight answers. to mind. Quick, okay, go, quick. go. I mean, like, I'm, I'm going to cover the questions because no, 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 you can see them. I'm not going to let yeah. you cheat. Right, <laughs> so this is ten questions. Yep, most of them you can do really quickly. Mm-hmm. First answer that comes in your head. Yep. Towards the end, there's a little bit more thinking. Right. <laughs> and, and you are allowed to embellish the answer. You can embellish if you right. want. There's and, no and rules, really. You're even allowed to lie. Don't ever let the truth interfere with a good story. Goodness me. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's go. Red or white? Uh, red. McLaren Vale, the Barossa, or the Adelaide Hills? I'm a Hills boy, sir. Hills. Hills boy. Dessert wine or dessert? Honestly, honestly, I think that's going to have to be a tie. One with the, one Ooh. without the other. We don't like tie. Yeah, I mean, it's going to have to be. I'm afraid. I do. Right, I do love my dessert. I do love my port. Yep. So mm-hmm. I'd probably have to say dessert wine. Okay. Push. With mm-hmm. with dessert. With dessert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Corks or caps? Uh, caps. Absolutely. Aperitif or digestif? Or digestive. Mm. Favorite varietal? Pinot Noir. Okay. Least favorite. Sav. Sav. Okay. One thing you love about your job? I uh, get to taste wine all day. <laughs> yeah. That's what, <laughs> well, I mean, not all day. that's what I would answer yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing you would change about the wine industry? Um, it's a good question. Mm. I think it's pretty good as it is. Um, probably a little bit more transparency and openness. In what way? In uh, people getting locked in regions and I feel like a... Uh, there's some fantastic sort of sub-regions coming through and, and you know, Rat and Bully and Pathway are producing some fantastic quality wine, but, mm. you know, you have a Barossa and you have a, a Pathway. Everyone's going to go with Barossa. Okay. Which I shouldn't say being from a Barossa winery, but... So what you want. This is your opinion, the whole thing. So uh, last question, bucket list wine journey. So where would you go? What would you do if money and time was no object? I've... Been slowly ticking off the places, the regions in France. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to the Loire Valley. Okay. So that's absolutely one I, I want to do. And uh, I think that will pretty much, and probably Provence, and that will do France for me. And then okay. Italy, just European. Super generous. Europe. That will do France. Yeah. Well, once I've ticked every box oh. in France, <laughs> then, <laughs> then I'll do Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Cool. Well, it's where all my money goes on holidays, <laughs> yeah. and, and and as well it should. And long mm. and may we all hope that pretty soon we can all get back on Actually, a plane yes. and yeah. get back over there. It'd mm. be wonderful. I was only dreaming about that this morning. 
But Gabe, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Um, the GSM, we all agree, is an absolutely spectacular drop. Yes, and I'm glad you like it. It, it. I mean, it's a reserve collection and it absolutely holds its place in a reserve mm. collection. You, you, it's... Um, I, I actually think it under-promises and over-delivers myself. So I think that's our motto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do. But thank you very much for your time. We will have you back in a heartbeat when the Phil Blend is ready. But until next time, cheers. cheers. Pleasure, Nick. Thank you. Cheers. Who Nicked My Wine has been brought to you by N Plus One and Associates, the Yes Chef Network and Podcast Central, with theme music by Hannah Fairlam and Death Metal Tambourine by Brendan Sloan. Special thanks must go to the Doctor of the Dials, the Master of Bass, the Fifth Beatle himself, We'd call him Nick if he'd let us. That's Tim Allen on the desk for Podcast Central. Also, special thanks should go to Gabe from Chateau Yoldara, who gave us a lovely taste of the GSM tonight. And I don't know about you, Nick, but, um, geez, that was uh, some uh, valuable notes we got from Gabe. It was really good. Now, you were going to tell us all about our socials. Yes, indeed. We're on social media. We have a social media presence, if you will. Um, we are, I'm talking like I don't know what it is. <laughs> so we're on Instagram. Our handle is Who Nick My Wine. We've got 500 followers on uh, Instagram, which is pretty 500? amazing. 500, yeah. That's, That's half a thousand. It is half of a thousand. Good, good math. Well done. <laughs> Bizarre. Yes. Uh, and we're on Facebook, Who Nick My Wine. That's the name, name of our page. We've got 350 followers on there, but we want more. We do. So please go to our, uh, our Instagram and Facebook pages and like them or follow us. Um, it would really, really help us reach new listeners if you could rate us on Google or Apple or wherever you get your podcast. It would really, really help us reach new listeners if you could do that. So please do. Um, and any wineries that are interested in joining us in the studio, uh, please do get in contact either through Facebook or Instagram or through our email, which is whonicksmywine at gmail.com. Well, thank you, Nick. And thank you very much again, Gabe, for all of us, from all of us here at Podcast Central and Who Nick My Wine. We ask you to enjoy your wine responsibly. And until next time, good night. Mm-hmm.